Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Arteon Play podcast, the podcast where we talk about art, culture, and society to help you learn English naturally. You'll hear me talk about interesting topics, English expressions, and English grammar in a different way so you can learn English in context. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Arte Anglais podcast. What are we talking about today? Well, today is an Art of Conversation episode, which has been inspired by a conversation starters world question topic, which is, have you ever given a presentation in front of a lot of people? So today I thought I would answer that question, but also give you my top five tips for giving a good presentation. So that can be if English is your second language, or even if English isn't your second language. I think these tips that I have learned apply to everyone. I also want to talk briefly about a style of presentation, which is known as Pecha Kucha. And it's a presentation that you use or you give to people, which is based on using images. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. And I want to talk about how you can use these for learning English. In answer to the question, have you ever given a presentation in front of a lot of people? My answer would be yes. And firstly, I would say that when I was at university studying landscape architecture, we had to give presentations all the time about our work. So we had to explain our landscape designs or our projects very often in front of large groups of other students. So we would have students who were studying architecture, landscape architecture, and urban planning. So very often this could be a hundred students that you were giving a presentation to. And this was also very daunting or a little bit scary because often our marks or our grades were determined by the quality of the presentation. Now with a lot of my oral presentations, we had to have a visual poster next to us as well. And that was good because we were able to talk about something visual to the audience. But sometimes it was full of text and we had to try and be very succinct in our presentations. So to be succinct means to be straight to the point. Make it short. Giving a presentation in front of a lot of people can be really intimidating. And you can often feel very uh, under a lot of pressure especially when your marks or your grades depend on how good your presentation is. And I often felt that it was really challenging because I had to work in small groups of people. So in doing that, we had to allocate different tasks to different members of the group. And sometimes that was really hard because not everyone pulled their weight which means that not everyone did their fair share of the work. But sometimes, on the other hand, you would be working in groups that would work really well together, especially when all the members of your group were really motivated to, to do the presentation and to do really well on the presentation. So that was my first experience of giving presentations to large groups of people. 200 people sometimes can be a very daunting task, but... At the same time, we also did them in groups, so it wasn't the most daunting style of presentation that you could ever give. But after university, when I started working, I began 
giving presentations to clients, which was usually one-on-one, where we had to explain a project or a landscape design. But very often it was very easy because we had something visual in front of us to explain to the client. So they were always focused on something that they that they had to look at. They were focused on, on what the project was. So that was much easier. However, when I started giving presentations to large groups of people in the community, that's when it became a little bit more challenging. So for example, I once worked on a project where we were designing a park for a small community and we had to present this idea, the design, to a small number of members of the community and we had to convince them that our design would be beneficial to the community and why it would be beneficial. And that was a lot more challenging because more people in the community had their own personal opinions and their own personal ideas We had to answer a lot of questions to these uh, members of the community and and that was challenging. So we had to always anticipate some of these questions that they were going to ask. And that was really the key to making these presentations successful because you had to think of some of the possible answers that you needed to give these members of the community. However, sometimes it wasn't always easy to guess, to anticipate what some of the people would say. So that was another challenge in itself. Not so long ago, I also worked in a plant nursery as a landscape architect, and I gave presentations to local community groups about gardening and looking after plants. And that's something that I'm very passionate about and and very interested in. So that made the idea of giving the presentations much easier for me to do and very often what I would do is because I really liked working with people and and answering their questions I would often do a presentation in a question and answer style presentation where I would have a question with some visual images and I anticipated the types of questions that I would receive from these people and that worked really well because I had an idea of the types of questions that they would ask me. When I was working, I also joined a Toastmasters group when I started at my first job. And this really helped me to improve my presentation skills and practice public speaking as well. So Toastmasters is a place where you can meet with a group and improve your presentation and your public skills, uh, your public speaking skills in in a group. So you meet on a regular basis to give a presentation and to listen to presentations and to give people feedback about their presentations. So I'll put a link to Toastmasters International so you can see what I'm talking about in the show description. So I learned five really key things from doing Toastmasters. So I'm going to talk about them very briefly today. So my first piece of advice is to be prepared. So know what you're going to say and practice lots. Practice, practice, practice. And practice so much that you don't need to have your notes in front of you all the time. You can have your notes in front of you, but you just use them as a prompt or an idea of what you need to say. So before I gave a presentation with Toastmasters, I used to walk around my bedroom pretending to give my presentation. And I guess you could do the same thing, even if English is your second language. You could record yourself 
and listen to yourself over and over. But I recommend don't being too critical about your presentation because this is just for you to be able to remember the important points that you need to say during your presentation. Sometimes I do this in French, not to give a presentation because I haven't done that yet, but that is hopefully one day the goal. But this is just to practice something I might know if I need to talk about something and I, I know that I want to practice it. And then after that, I'll practice it with another French speaker or somebody who can speak French well and make some comments and give me feedback. My second piece of advice is to use visual uh, to use visual imagery as much as possible and talk about them rather than reading words from a script. So when you practice and present with images, the images help to trigger your memory of what you need to say at certain points at certain pictures in your presentation. And you could do a whole presentation just using images. And this style is known as a Pecha Kucha style presentation. So Pecha Kucha means chit chat or the sound of conversation in Japanese. And it's a style of presentation that is more conversational and includes a narrative. So it's 20 slides and each slide must last for 20 seconds, which means you have 400 minutes or six minutes and 40 seconds to tell your story with your presentation. And I think I really like this style of presentation and I've used it a lot in the past because people seem to be more captivated and focused on the images. So they tend to listen to you more and they don't have to read huge amounts of text. So they're really focused on just trying to listen to what you have to say and looking at the pictures. So Pecha Kucha is a concept, a Japanese concept that was designed by architects in order to improve the way they presented their concepts and ideas. So as you can imagine, we had to do this style of presentation a lot at university because we needed to perfect the way that we presented our projects to an audience. And I think the advantage is with a Pecha Kucha style presentation is you can really streamline the content. So streamline means to keep it brief and to keep it simple. So you're not saying unwanted and unnecessary things. And for me, this was a really good way to keep my presentation succinct. So on the Petra Kutcher website that I've linked in this show description, you'll find a huge amount of Petra Kutcher presentations in all different languages. So it's an excellent way to learn English or to learn a language. It's good because they each episode or each presentation is only six minutes and 40 seconds long. So very brief, very short presentations. And you can find lots of different topics that you like as well. Now, my third piece of advice is not to say um or er. I really try hard not to say um or er when I'm giving a podcast episode. Sometimes it slips out, but very often I try to avoid saying um or er. So each presentation that I did with my Toastmasters group, there was someone in the audience and we called them the um counter. And at the end of the presentation, they told me how many times I had said the word um. So this was really good incentive for me to try and reduce it 
as much as possible. And as a result, I got better and better at not saying um in my presentations. The very first presentation I gave, I said um about 30 times. I said like about 30 times also. But when somebody draws your attention to something like saying um, it makes you more conscious to not do it. And so I make a big effort to try not to say um. For some reason, I think we don't like silence in listening to presentations. And so we try to fill that silence with something. However, what I've learned is in doing these presentations with Toastmasters is that sometimes silence or slowing down can make people pay more attention. So that is also a good trick to think about. But if silence is too difficult, you can also try using transitional phrases, which is something that Toastmasters talks about. So for example, instead of saying, um, you can say, now let's talk about this. Let's move on to this. Another important consideration is this. Or the next point we are going to cover is this. Or, as you may have already heard me say in this podcast episode, my next piece of advice is this. So these little transitional phrases help to buy you time, which means to give you more time to think at the same time, and it stops you from saying, um. Another important consideration when giving presentations is to play to your strengths. And this means to do what you're best at. So if you're good at humor, then use humor. If you're good at words, use words. Use really strong and and colorful words, lots of adjectives in your descriptions during your presentation. If you're good at stage presence, then make sure your stage presence is really good and your audience is captivated. If you're really good at making interesting visual presentations, then why not try a Petra Kutcher style presentation? When I did Petra Kutcher style presentations during my Toastmasters um, time, I was able to talk about the images more and stop saying um and getting stuck. And this was something that really changed my life. It really helped me to improve my presentations because as I've spoken about before, I'm much more of a visual learner. So when you do this style of presentation, you can use transitional phrases or some phrases such as the image shows. As you can see in the image, what I learned here is imagine being in this person's shoes, what you can see in this image. So it helps to start you off. It helps to give you a prompt to know what to say. So if you go to the Petra Kutcher website and you find a presentation, you'll find so many of these different presentations that use these transitional phrases. And you might even pick up on some of the presenters saying um a lot too, because of the ones that I watched recently, I heard so many people saying ums. So that's one thing that they could already improve. My last piece of advice, I think is the best piece of advice, is experience helps you to gain confidence. And it's the only way to get better at something. So you need to let go of the fact that you want everything to be perfect and practice with somebody. So try and practice with, if it can't be yourself, try and practice with somebody who doesn't know anything about your presentation. 
So you're trying to teach them something in the process. If you're trying to do a presentation and you're not confident about English, try and practice with a native speaker. So in the next episode, I'm going to do a Petra Kutcher style presentation about why I like street art to give you an example and see if I can do it. So you'll be able to listen to the example on the podcast as well as see the presentation of images on the Arte Anglais website. I'll upload the video into the transcript notes. Until then, I hope you are keeping well. I hope you have a really great day and you'll hear from me again soon. I'll catch you later. Bye. Hello again, and thanks for listening all the way to the end of this episode. If you're enjoying the Arte Anglais podcast, you can come and join us on Instagram or Facebook. And even better, could I ask you a favor to leave me five stars on iTunes? That way we can grow the podcast and get more people listening to it. I would be absolutely so grateful if you could do that for me. Thanks, everyone. Catch you later.